trip jump, you know what I'm saying? Pumping in your trunk, you did. Well, it's the Big Mac, a dosha. All right, sipping Remy on the rocks with a cold cut on. Cuban link, shining hot, swagger on, swagger on. Pella bitches, show me love in the shake joint. You know it. What's up, baby? Hey, help me out. Six feet. Social distancing. I am. <clears throat> oh, so his bag is always in the shop. Okay. We're not. <laughs> Stop it. This guy got the mask for These jokes. <laughs> No, I'm just worried because someone gave it to me. And I've been talking about how much Omatic has the coronavirus. It would only be right. Who told you that? Huh? Who told you that besides yourself? Like much of the things we tell each other on this platform, it's just up to our discretion. <laughs> just like who told you you were Mexican? You have to get shot already? No, sir. Yeah. Just wait until we got on camera to celebrate your birthday, brother. Appreciate it. All right, let's take this. Let's take this shot. First and foremost, get it in real quick. You want to do it through the mask? Yeah, we'll do it through the mask. <laughs> let's see what this is. Yeah. Yo. First of all, happy birthday through all this wild shit. I was going to say happy birthday to the good man, the shooter. Hey, Rob. He's doing two things at once right now. Six feet. Very hefty shots. Hefty. All right. With that being said. What's it like having a birthday during Corona? Uh, same way. After after you turn twenty five, every, every birthday be the same. For, for oh, that can't be true. <laughs> that can't be true. It definitely is. First of all, well, you have kids. That, well, that's that's the issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So your life is different. Yeah. I've learned people with kids look at life from a way different perspective. He says I'm a pessimistic parent, person, but that's not true at all. The parents, they're pessimistic. I said you have a pessimistic view upon more, certain things. More of a realist, you know. Parents, Ooh. parents are staying more realistic. It's just like, bro, like I can't do that because I need to do it for them. But you can do whatever you want. Fuck them kids. Dog. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I ain't gonna say all that, but <laughs> <laughs> essentially, you can do what you want. That's everything. What, everything has consequences. Yeah. Thank you. I've been trying to tell. Cause and effect. I'm gonna try to tell some people. Now, like, you can do whatever you really want. Just you just, gotta, you just gotta want to do what you want. Niggas is vicious. You gotta do what you want. So, I'm gonna stay in the house, bro. Yo, I've been in the house for three weeks. So, how you've been I've out been and about? No, not out and about, because that makes it sound like you've been out here in these streets. But I don't want to say that. But as a person whose birthday, like, it feels weird. Like, how was your life during all this? Like, as a photographer, how do you do? How do you do? Yeah, I mean, generally, do do? So, do do? <laughs> I had people that already, like, booked with me before all this shit, like, kicked off. Um, so, of course, they still wanted to fulfill their shoots uh, rather than reschedule because you never know when you're going to reschedule at this point. Um, so, yeah, I knocked them out the way, but now it's been s- slow, honestly. 
been slow. People still hit me up, but it's like, okay, when do you want to do this? Like, I had a wedding to do today, but I was like, nah, it's too many people. I can't do that. Well, nigga, but that's the question. When do you decide that, all right, this is too much, or this is not, or like, I can't, like, I didn't, I didn't think people were still having weddings during this time. Yeah, I mean, I guess you put down so much deposit, and, you know. Yeah, you gotta have it at that point. So your limit is what, 10? 10 people is your limit? Yeah, she said there's gonna be over 10 people there. I was like, nah, I can't do it. I'm sorry. 10 including yourself? Yeah, more than 10. Yeah. yeah. Can't do it. I'm sorry. So money at this point is not an issue. Nah, it's gotta you gotta throw money out the window when it comes to stuff like this. Cause it's definitely you know what I'm saying. Health is way more important. That's an interesting concept because we are we're me and him were talking about like businesses, big businesses, and about how they've been acting during this um, pandemic and how it's like this is showing the true colors. I wonder. I wonder what it is for the entrepreneur, the self-entrepreneur, the independent contractor. Yeah. How do you navigate these murky times and waters? Uh, you just got to adapt. You just got to figure out new ways, new new ways to do stuff. Like the one photographer in Florida, he was doing like virtual photo shoots, like through FaceTime and stuff like that. Um, and even like the, uh, I think it was out in Ohio, the, the guy was about to shut down. He was like a, a beer dispenser. So it was like a brewery or whatever. And he's about to shut down. And he was like, okay, cool. I can make hand sanitizer because alcohol is what hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. So he flipped this whole business and now they make hand sanitizer for everybody. So you just got to adapt to everything. Started um, one of the Tito's jumps in uh, the United States. I think it was Detroit or something. They switched their whole shit over and started making um, hand sanitizer. Yeah, facts. I mean it's vodka, so you literally just take one part out and then add that in. You can make hand sanitizer at home for those it's on YouTube. Please don't make your hands out. Please at home. don't. Please go. Somebody just gotta listen. Listen, for that. just go buy the joint for $2.99. Just go buy the joint for two ninety nine. I promise you. They sold out. So. Nah. No, make go get your. Do not make your make own sure hands out. Seventy percent though. Do not make your own hands out. <laughs> That's if you take anything away from this episode. Do not make your own hands out. Hold on. All the sisters is on. But back to. The life of photographer. How did you get into? Because I feel like we skipped a whole lot of shit. We got straight to your birthday, and it was <laughs> like we're gonna go straight to the photography because he did something for before. That's my point. That's what I'm saying. So we get we like we got we went from photography to like how's your life in the pandemic? Yeah, you're a photographer. <laughs> but before we get to all that, explain how we even get here. We talked about kids. Like we did a quick little blurb about the kids, but like explain how we got here. Like you've been in the military. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, like let's like, serve the country oh, a lifetime ago. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I was thinking before we got here. I was like, this man has lived multiple lives. Yeah. Mohawk hair. Like <laughs> at the age of twenty eight, <laughs> you lived like at least two to three lives. You went, to, you did the college thing too for a hot second. Nah, I never. Um, oh, I never that was on campus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that's what I'm saying. Did, yeah, I did mm-hmm. everything online when I was in the military. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, military was cool. Um, Cause I mean, after after high school, just like everybody's going to separate ways. What branch were you in? Army. Okay. And then everybody's going to college. Infantry? Oh, nah, nah, nah. Okay, okay. Nah, I had kids, and I was like, nah. I was gonna, that was my first choice, though. Okay. But then once I had my first kid, I was like, nah, I can't be doing. Hold on. So when did you have your first kid? When I was twenty one, I think. Yeah. I was twenty one, and I had just left. I had just left for Hawaii, so. Um, yeah, that's when I was like, nah, I ain't about to do infantry. It's too wild. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, but yeah, it took me a minute to really go into the army, like a couple years after high school, when everybody was going to college. I just was like, nah, dang. I knew college wasn't gonna be for me. Like, I knew all the bucks. Um, so my parents was like, you know, we ain't got the money for it. So, uh, I mean, military it is. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so it was that simple for you? Yeah, it was that simple. Cause I mean, I was working for like three years at Carolina Kitchen, um, just working there, not doing really nothing. And then, you know what I'm saying? You start seeing people doing different things, going off to college. I'm like, all right, I got to do something. Mm. So, yeah, just went into the military after that. Um, shout out to AC, my man, Ant. He was the first one to go in. And then I was... I remember that. I remember he was at Bowie State. So and he was talking about it. with him. He was talking about it. was like, yep. bro, this is our last time smoking. I'm about to go to the military. I was like, nigga, what? Aren't you mm-hmm. enrolled here? He was, like, I'm about to, <laughs> he was like, I'm about to take my test. I'm about to finish out, then I'm going. I was like, what? Was yeah. Like, yeah, I'm done. He surprised me too. I was like, damn. But I think it was because he had his kid right before I did. Yeah. So I think that, you know what I'm saying? He felt like he had to do something. Oh, he him. did say that. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. For you, what was that moment you realized, like, oh shit, I'm in the military? Basic training day one. As soon as you get out, you show up. And, like, you got your Paint a picture for me. Paint a picture for me. Please paint because you're uh, a photographer. I know you know how scenes look. Yeah, paint a picture so, for me. I mean, just imagine, like, you go in some little country-ass part of uh, what was it, South Carolina. Um, you hop off the bus. You know, first you go to Fort Meade. They ship you out or whatever. Um, then we drove down to South Carolina. Boom. Oh, whoa, 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 Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Because I used to live by Fort Meade. So it's just I know that. And then going from there to South Carolina. Y'all yeah. drove, drove to South Carolina? Drove, bro. Nigga, Fort Meade got a... Airstrip. Hey, you know, hard times. Government <laughs> 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 shutdowns and stuff. Oh, <laughs> That's wicked. Super. Right, continue, bro. My so, bad. Yeah, it was wild. And then it's, it's just the fact of the unknown. Like, you driving, That's what, nine eight hours? hours? Yeah, just un- unknown of what you're about to expect. So, boom, you get there tonight. Uh, I think we slept in the hotel that night. And the first thing in the morning, they ship you out on the bus. And then, boom, you get to your first like unit or whatever they assign you all your clothes all your military equipment and they ship you off to your unit and then uh you say y'all on the bus and then as soon as i get there you just see like five six five six different like people just come up with you big hats on and stuff like that and they start yelling at you get off the bus get the fuck off the bus get the fuck off the bus and you know what I'm saying? You just see people running, you know what I'm saying? Running to where we gotta go. They dropping their bags, falling and shit. I'm like, damn, my bad, I can't help y'all. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like, it depends on where you come from. Most people, a lot of people take that shit different ways. Like, the people that come from, like, not the city, like, the out Midwest. the country, Midwest, they really be having a hard time, like, you know what I'm saying? About to commit suicide and all that stuff. Um, we had people on suicide watch. Like, no, I've read some shit about that. Yeah, one dude killed himself, man. This dude, matter of fact, dude, I rode down to South Carolina with from from here in Maryland. He uh, like probably like week eight, he ended up shooting himself. That shit was crazy. Wow, bro. Just like he just couldn't take it. Yeah, he just can't take it. I Cause know. I heard a report about some shit like they be writing that shit off as friendly fire, but mm-hmm. all the time it's like suicide. So. Yeah. Nah, that's, that's too much. Topic, that's too yeah. much. Like, because my thing is basic training is just y'all. There's no like, so I don't, like they really break your niggas down like that. Yes. Yeah, they break you down just to you know, rebuild, you know what I'm saying? Rebuild you with that new fundamental. Mm-hmm. You know, and Navy SEALs hell week is way worse than oh, basic. Yeah, it's like ten times worse than basic training. So when you say they break you down to form, do you ever feel like you got to that point where you were broken down? Not really, um, because like I said, it depends on where you come from. Like people are from the city, we used to hard times, we used to going through shit, 
like me, you know what I'm saying? I've been yelled at by my father on my own. So, <laughs> you know, all that yelling you doing ain't really doing nothing to me. Oh, you um, angry? Man. My dad angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, that ain't nothing to me. Like, So, I mean, the worst part for me is just, like, you away from everything. Like, no radio, no social media. You don't even know what's going on in the world. All you know is the people around you, and, mm. and that's it. So, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like two months and you're just waking up like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, open your eyes to, like, different aspects of stuff. Because, like, you see white people there. And I'm like, cool, okay, I see them. You know, I know white people. But white people have never seen a black person before. Mm-hmm. Like, I met people, like, I met white people out there that, like, never seen a black person before. I'm like, damn, where y'all from? But, yeah, I mean, it was cool. Um, like, towards the end, it started getting a little easier. You know what I'm saying? They started being more realistic with you and stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, you graduate, and then you go to school, and then you go to your first unit. Now make a bomb? Nah, I don't. <laughs> Are you saying that because you wrote, you signed a piece of paper? No. Nah, uh, but you don't know how to. Okay. You said that, you said <laughs> So you said. You, nah, my man Cody was a DOD tech. I used to work with him at UPS in North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, you gotta be smart as shit to uh, be an EOD. Yeah. You gotta be hella smart. So you, you said that, you know, you do the go to your unit. Your, your, your unit was in Hawaii? Or that yeah, was your basic training? No, yeah, my basic training was in South, South Carolina, Carolina, and then my first unit was in Hawaii, yeah. What was the best part about being in Hawaii? Um, just opening your eyes. To me, it was just the fact that they really opened your eyes to the world, like, and how the DMV, it, it traps you, like, mentally. It's like, you know, somebody from the DMV, from the city, you be out there walking around, jeans on, you know what I'm saying, J's on and shit like that. People out there, they don't wear that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they wear shorts and flip-flops every day. So if you walk around the beach with J's on, then it's out of, out of pocket. Um, <laughs> and it, it really ain't no like nightclubs there like it ain't no nightlife period so you know what I'm saying you do everything during the day you go hiking you go to the beach you go you know what I'm saying you do different you do a lot of outdoor activities so it really opened your eyes to you know what else is out there you was on the mainland well, I yeah uh, Oahu okay yeah. mm-hmm. so. so how does one transition out of military life into civilian life um, and what was the process for you? For me, it was just that I knew that if your heart is not in something, you're not going to really succeed at it. So, like, for me, I just knew, like, you know, so after a while, after five years in it, I was just like, right, this ain't really for me. I don't really see a future in this. Like, I mean, I could do 20, but it was like, are you happy doing 20? Or are you <laughs> just going, you know what I'm saying? What am I doing those whole 20? Yeah, exactly. So, I just figured, you know, I, I can do better on the outside, make way more money on the outside, too, so... Um, What's the process of getting out? Really, I mean, they, you know, you sign a contract before, like, four, depending on your job, the first contract is going to be, like, four years. <laughs> Excuse me. And then, um, so once your contract up, they give you options. Hey, we'll give you money to stay in, or you can switch your job, or you can continue on your contract. So they offered me, like, 30 bands to stay in for another six. I was like, oh, no, that's not enough. Like, over six years, that's what. No, no I'm not, not going to do it. Um like so, yeah. five bands a year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Minus after taxes. taxes. Yeah, after taxes. <laughs> I was like, nah, that's that's not a good deal. Yeah, so I mean after the contract, you can do whatever you want, honestly. As long as you don't own no time. Damn. Is it an easy break? Is it just like back in civilian life? Simple as that, or is there a process? Do you gotta remember that yeah, I used to live like this before I was in the middle? <laughs> Nah, I mean, it's just, like I said, it depends on where you at mentally. Um, they give you classes, though, to, like, teach you how to build a resume, you know, apply to jobs and stuff like that. So the people that's, like, in infantry, they teach mm-hmm. you how to 
trans over transition over to civilian life. Like me, I was in HR, so I was sitting behind a desk every day. So I already knew, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I already knew how to move. I can leave here and go to HR. Yeah, I already <laughs> knew how to move. So that was mm-hmm. it. Nah, I so, be feeling for them niggas in infantry though. Like no, that shit crazy. You made a good point. I think when people think of the military, they just think of infantry. Yeah. For someone who was in HR, what is it like looking at those people and, and seeing what they do compared to what you do? I feel for them like simple as that. Yeah, nah, I feel for them because I mean, like for us, it's like we call go to the field, like you sleep out in the woods or whatever, like then. Um, in general terms, um, but like for me, sitting at the desk, you looking at them, they going out every maybe twice a week, or maybe one. You know what I'm saying once every two weeks, sleeping out there for a week. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you away from your family, you away from showers, you away from everything. You just so sleeping out in the two woods. weeks out the month. You in the woods? I would say every two weeks, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and maybe more. Like I said, maybe more. And sometimes even in Hawaii, they would fly from our island and go to another island just to practice, you know, do drills and stuff like that. But why are Hawaii safe? Because it's like no, like, poisonous insects and all that shit. Like, yeah, there's in not too many insects, I would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, all the creatures, all the creatures from, or all the animals that live in Hawaii were brought there. Nothing really I'm right, sure. from there. Um, but yeah, I mean, most of the animals they got is boars, chickens, you know, like basic stuff. But that's about it. So what did you know Alright, I want to do this photography thing because I think if you if someone saw your resume and they'd be like military photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his photography resume is ridiculous, my nigga. Lit. Lit. Like and you've only been doing this for like what a year? Three sixty five? Yeah, two. Two Two now? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how? Just like how, 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 how does one go like all right the military I've had my run we did our contract I, I'm out of here now and do you you you're retired from the military because of your contract or uh, nah I mean they just call it um, end of service it's not really retirement is like you know you do t- twenty years or whatever okay. um, they just call it end of service if you just get out before twenty um, but you still get some of the benefits and stuff like that. You still get to go on base for like commissary and shit yeah, like I that. Yeah, I still got my military ID. Real nigga. I ain't supposed to, but you know. <laughs> you <laughs> a veteran. Groceries be cheap on base, I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, no. <laughs> they could be cheap on base too. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely that. You want Cousins. I mean, to answer your question, it yeah. was like, uh, y'all know Jordan Yates, right? You remember Jordan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, me and him were stationed together in Georgia. Um, and he was doing photography out there, and I just like look at his work, like damn, that should look cool as fuck. It should look lit. He would like, you know, every time he would go out in the field because he was doing, um, I think he was doing like signal and stuff like that. So he would go out in the field and take pictures of everything. I'm like, damn, that should look lit. So then uh, I started talking to him more and more. He started teaching me about cameras, and then um, I bought my first camera, but I didn't really pick it up because it was like, you know, watching the videos, everything at first just seemed like so much. Like you got so much, you got so. Such of a long way to go from the beginning to where you want to go. I was just like, man, I ain't got time for this. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, I mean, I was still talking to him along the way, but I got out and um, I was, uh, I didn't do HR, I ended up doing IT. Um, so I was working for the State Department and uh, working overnight, just doing IT. Um, and then I picked up another job working on the day. So I was just, you know, grinding eight hours, 80 hours a week just working. Um, and then one day, I don't know, I was just like, you know, it's time to me pick up this camera. Like, it's time to me to, to get to it. So, really, I just, I think it was Sterling, too. Part of him, you know, he needed visuals. So, I was like, all right, I can help you in some way. So, you know, I got to make some use for this. 
when was you realized that this is something I do? Like, because you're working 80 hours, you got multiple jobs, and now you're like, oh, shit, I'm a photographer. You know, like, I'm trying yeah. to help my friend out. I'm trying to hone my craft. When did you realize, oh, no, I, like, I'm, I'm a photographer. I, I do um, this for a living. I think when I quit my job, I quit both my jobs, actually. I quit one, and then I quit the other one, like, a month later, something like that. Um, it was, like, right after my grandmother passed, and then I was, like, I'm tired of working. You know? I'm, like, I'm tired of, you know what I'm saying? I'm just tired of going to work. Ain't turning people and shit. Yeah, so I just quit my job, and then I was just on photography. But, I mean, thinking about being doing that and being an entrepreneur is, like, you're not really doing what you want. You're doing everything that make you money. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Everything you're doing is, like, you know, just client work, customer work, and it's, just like, this ain't really what I want to do. It's just... You know, paying the bills in order to, you know, keep the lights on to pay the rent. So I was doing that for like, I only did that for like three months. Because it was like, I wasn't really, I jumped out there too fast, honestly. Uh, it was like, I'd wake up 12 o'clock, go to the pool, go to the gym. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go, you know, shoot a couple clients and then come back home. And I was doing that repeat cycle for like three months. I was like, no, nah, this ain't it. This ain't enough. I wasn't really getting the clients that I wanted mm-hmm. to get. So I went back to work um, and just continued to start taking clients. Who was the client, if you can tell, or what was the sort of event that you were like, we good, or we, we were on the right path? Um, it was recently, matter of fact, um, one of my guys I met just randomly at a concert one day. Uh, he started like kind of just like taking me under his wing. And then one day he asked me to come out to this event, and I seen it was like hosted by TV One. So he got hired by TV One, and in the way they- John went, MGM? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I seen you up that time. I was yeah. at work that day. Mind blown, because I wasn't expecting <laughs> to be that big of an event. Yeah. So um, it was one of those events where they aired a couple months before it comes on TV. Um, yeah, so I went there and I'm just saying like celebrity after celebrity. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and then you know what I'm saying. He just told me, you know, you hired by TV One. Da da da. This is what we gotta do for the night. Pretty much working the red carpet backstage. Um, so you know, just get what you can get. And you know what I'm saying. He told me what the pay was. I'm like, oh. Like, this is what niggas get. That's what I need to be knowing. So, uh, yeah, so after that, I was like, yeah, this is what I need to be doing. No, because, like, low-key, I found that out because, like, MGM got their own, like, people that shoot shit, too, for, yeah, like, they MGM. Yeah, photographers, and they make anywhere from, like, 250 300 a night. I was about know? to say that, and I'm like... I mean, an hour, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's ridiculous. Hour. Like, I found that out. I was like, I'm making that much now? Like, because yeah. I was doing overtime, and I'm just, like, talking to, like, everybody in the jump because of where I was at. And she, I was like, who are you? She was like, I'm the house photographer for MGM. What's the name of the house photographer for MGM? Who? Uh, Dre's. Like when I was like, like when I seen her up there, she I was like, that, but she gives no, nah, like, like it's no, that's, that's the, the lady like, that she be yeah. with, like above her or something. She killing them people, champ. Uh, I know the link. But what was it like? What was the first jump? What was the first shoe way where you were able to uh, use your creative input along with the client's creative input? Um. Well, with client work is it's risky because they don't want you to do anything that you know that doesn't fit their right. Yeah. So when you do when you shoot with clients, area, all your creative process pretty much goes out the window. You just you just doing whatever they want yeah, at that point. What they say. Exactly. Yeah. You paid. Yeah. So. But none of them allowed you to give input. Nah, they'll they'll ask you, okay, how does this look? But if they don't like it, they're not gonna go with it. Wow. Yeah. So, only time you really get to express your creativity is on personal projects. 
crazy. Do you like doing more commercial stuff or creative stuff? Uh, I like creative stuff more. Um, commercial stuff is good. Like I said, commercial is always going to pay the bills. That's why I stay with it. But creativity, you know what I'm saying? You can't be creativity. It's your, your form of expression. So. And for you, what is your... Are you, do you like doing like... Because you do it all. You do music videos. You, you shoot weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you do steel shoots, model shoes, concerts. Yeah. Makeup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, tutorial me, yeah. I mean, for me, our podcast. For me, I think my niche would be just beauty and fashion. That's the, ultimately what I want to do. Um, no, you stand out to capture the fuck out of a fashion picture. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, I mean, uh, that's essentially what I want to do. But I still like keep everything else open. You know what I'm saying for bookings and stuff like that. Like. Honestly, when I did the shoot with James, you know, um, that was probably like my third, like, product shot shoot. You know what I'm saying? It was fire. Stand was. It was fire, bro. Yeah, so it's just, you know, you just gotta keep the length over for multiple sources of income. But one thing my mentor told me, you just really gotta like narrow your sights down to one particular thing, so people know you for one particular thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? That's when you gonna make the most money you ever made. For you going forward, or just what you do, where is the lane that you want to sort of uh, focus or work in? You know, um, like I said, probably just beauty and fashion. Honestly, I just want to, you know, focus on that. Um, but in this area, DC area is hard to find what you want. So, like um, me and my team, we uh, went to New York in uh, January. Shout out to Bernie, Jasmine, all them. Um, so then we, you know, and that really gets you time to work with different agencies in New York, which is like the fashion capital of the world. So, you know, so you go up there, work with the different agencies, work with like real talented models, and you know, so you can really express your form of creativity up there. What's it like being a straight black man, being a photographer (laughs) um, in the beauty and fashion industry? I mean, I haven't really noticed the difference yet, because I mean, a lot of photographers from D.C. be straight, so Mm -hmm. um, I haven't really met too many it was more so like a race-related question. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's <laughs> she doing the straight though? Yeah. I mean, I had to because it's like he's in the beauty yeah. and fashion part of the like. They, that's about, his niche. I knew why he was coming where he was going. No, no, yeah, I did. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I, like, I get it. Because uh, <laughs> like niggas like Nigel Barker and like yeah. people like him was just like, bro. Like I know like a lot of white fashion and beauty photographers. Like, but I don't know too many. And like I don't Good know, yeah. I don't know their sexualities, but they. You know what I'm saying? Good point, good point. No, 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 so that's what I'm like, I was just like, okay, like I, I know his sexuality. I know he's black. So it's just like, yeah, like what a time it, to be alive. You know what I'm saying? It was like being a straight black man in such an industry where it's just like straight black men don't necessarily dominate exactly. said industry. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of, it's kind of you kind of a minority in that aspect. Um, and then you might, you know, what I'm saying it might affect your your bookings and stuff like that. But um, I haven't really experienced it yet. Okay. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully not. Were they welcoming in New York when you came up? New York is very cutthroat, man. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, New York is very cutthroat, especially in the fashion agent um, industry. Um, when you know, I even emailed one company and it was like, um, we won't work with you until you tone down your editor. Wow. So, I mean, but uh, you got to take that because, you know, it's all good um, feedback. Criticism. So, yeah, criticism. So. Um, you gotta just take that and roll with the punches. Um, I wasn't mad, like you know. At least I'm getting some feedback. Some, yeah. So that's what it was. But I mean, like I said, everything is. If like, like they say, if you can make it in New York, you can make it, make anywhere. it anywhere. So I ain't mad at it. I'm just you know 
happy that we live so close to New York. You know, most people don't even have this opportunity, so. I'm curious, would you ever move and live in New York for the purpose of doing photography? Um, if it ever came down to it, where it's like most of my bookings just started coming from New York, then maybe. But now, I don't know. Social distancing people, as you can see. Who made the mask? Nana. Shout out to Nana. Love My Nana. My grandmother. She's a great woman. Yes. Her niggas grandson. Niggas trying to get sponsorships. Her grandson don't know so much about, but her is a person, lovely come. woman. Yeah, I need but, a band. But New York, I think, I think the thing about New York is that you got to enjoy it for what it is. Like, it could be anything. It could be like a jungle, or it could be chill. It could be like a party central, or it could be business-like. Loki, that's how I feel about here, though. I think here is a little bit more corporate, though. More yeah, like, like I feel like the difference between here and there is just like we have like, like New York has the industries and the things set up, mm. and in DC, like we don't have that. But it's just like if you didn't venture off and just built it here and invested here, we could have said here, like we had a BT here. Yeah, that's true for the longest, and then yeah. they. Sure moved the jump down. They moved it to elsewhere. Maybe I believe it was Atlanta. So it was just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's the case, then it's just like, why? Like, we can do it here. Like, say all the black photographers came up with, like, a fashion house. Like, all y'all got separate ties to, say, beauty. You got makeup artists. Another one knows models. Another one's just like, oh, yeah, like, I know somewhere we can shoot. These three photographers come together just like, okay, like we got constant bookings, we got a place to shoot, we got a makeup artist that can do all the models. Like, and it's no shortage of industry, industrial space here. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of it's leased. Yeah, or you can rent it, or you can buy it. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how you, what your lease, whatever your credit line is like with your bank. Sure. If, you're, if you have an LC, S-Corp, depending on how you set up. But I'm Marylanders for the last at least three weeks. No, dead ass. I was in the house. 
I don't even got no job when I was in the house. And the nigga was like, you ain't been in the house. That's I'm like, damn, bro. Like, what the that's fuck? Ask for respect. But First of all, like, you've been in these streets. You ain't been long ahead, bro. Son, me and Foley have been. Honestly, me and Foley like, only be together on Fridays. Let him know. Let him know about it. Niggas be saying niggas in J's and the truck, the Buick, the Buick. Never. Oh, no, we only had the J's. That did not happen. We had the J. We weren't smoking. The last time I was on Red John, we weren't Sometimes smoking. Sometimes we have lunch. She just got lunch. lunch. She brought me lunch. We all six feet apart? Yes. yes that's why we be in the trunk. We be outside in the I sit in the trunk and she be over there. Nigga said we took the hike. No, nigga Stan took the hike. Nigga Stan took the hike. We started off and after that we were six feet apart. We six feet apart. Exactly. We wasn't formations and everything. Then after that, whatever after that. When the house took a shower, what do you took the hike? Did the what do? Nah, I showered before the hike too. Get the fuck. Son, what? You actually be in public. Hikes, hikes are very, uh... I do be in public. Spiritual. You understand what not hike? We went on a walk. What's your walk? It was the Anacostia Trail. You gotta take a walk these days. That's the only way you get out of the house. You gonna do... I'm gonna do two miles on Monday. Yeah, he ain't with it. So back, so back to you. I'm gonna say he ain't with it. So... Charles, you run into? No. <laughs> it was your birthday. We talked about Corona. We talked about your life. Let's talk about these babies. Yeah, they grow. They grown now, so they be chilling. They grown now. Oh, this one's like seven, seven and eight. Uh, yeah, other five. Yep, about to turn five in uh, May. Yeah. Hey, May what? Ah, twenty second. Okay, ah, okay. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good, good vibes. Good vibes. Yeah, not vibes. <laughs> what, what? What about the kids makes life different for you? I like to ask um, this question to parents. Yeah, it's just how you move. Cause I've seen a lot of people where it's like they're living one way. Until they have Niggas kids. Niggas took shots already? Nah, no, no, we just still talking. Yeah, we can get to it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, I've seen people that live a certain way, and then they have kids, and they completely change um, and switch it up. But, it, you know what I'm saying, kids, for some people, makes you do that. Like, it'll make you more wiser, make you move a little different, because you got something to live for now. So, um, that's the blessing when it comes to kids. I said that earlier. You have something to live for. Yeah, something to live mm-hmm. for. You love it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, my worst fear is, you know, uh, I don't get to nothing. see, you know, not nah, just you know, not be able to let, be, not be able to uh, see my kids grow up. Like, ah. You know what I'm saying? Like to experience that with them, that you know, that was my worst fear. But um, yeah, you just got something to live for, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Scott Dad. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, some people it goes to it. Nothing to live for before. <laughs> for myself. <laughs> Niggas don't understand. Niggas smoking blue cane shit. He ain't know the vibes. He ain't know the vibes. You see the shoe collection? Nah, he ain't know the vibes. What is this, bro? I don't care, bro. Like, I have a whole son to live for. Y'all won't understand this until you have a child to live for. Locke would know what to live for. I have another human tapping on my chest and I stand live for that lady every single day that I live. You're not going to know how it is to have an offspring that you brought into this world. That's cool. It's not cool. You're not going to understand <laughs> that's it, bro. Cool. I'm to tell you. I said it's cool. I never disagreed. I just said that's cool. 
Yeah, we're two fatherless men in this world, James. We're not going to get on this topic. It also has a son. You have a son. I know what it's a different vibe, bro. We're not getting into this right now. I mean, the fuck out of here. Let the man who's episode of this talk. That's what I'm saying. Let the man who's episode of this talk. It can go two ways because I know some people who have kids and then they don't they don't change at all. Like some people just have kids and they continue to do what they do. You know, so it could go two ways. Some people, you have you kids. You don't fit that mold, my guy. <laughs> no, I was raised right. I <laughs> mean, it was you up. So some people right now. <laughs> um, I wonder for me because you were in your 20s when you had your kids. You plan on having any more kids? I don't know. I got two right now. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's it? That's I might be done. That's it? I might be done. You sure? Yeah. 28 say he done so. I've seen like... an accident, baby. Yeah. <laughs> say yeah. <laughs> you like, I won't say what I want to say yeah. in my head, but... You know the vibes. Nah, I mean, part of me do want a girl because I know, I know some of my men got girls and it's a blessing, but... Love that. I stand with my first to be the girl. Yeah, I'm gonna be mad if I got three more. Nah, the other girl is chill. I'm, I'm trying to get the girl off the bucks. Like, bro, I want my first to be the girl off the bucks. Let's start off with a girl, then boy, boy, and then be done. Oh, this is a girl, bro. I'm never going in a nursing home. Those are the luckiest people. I'm never going in a nursing home. She's taking care of me forever. What? She got everything she wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might, he might be the best to you. He might be the worst. You, it depends how you grew up. You really don't know what could happen. <laughs> Shit, even then, he might see some niggas in a rap video one day where it changes his whole life. Like, no these might, niggas be might doing... Might come home with a face tap. These niggas be doing anything. So it's like, it's good... No telling. Tell no telling. Listen to the girls, right. you can kind of see it coming. You could be like... Yeah. All right. I kind of... I can, I can though, steer you through this. Girls are tricky to raise because you don't want to keep them too sheltered. That's true. And you don't want to completely keep them on monitors. So I just want to give them game. Yeah, you just got to give them game. I feel like it's easier to talk to women to give them game as a man like from the father to daughter than it is from the cause niggas just don't be listening niggas are always off day I know I think it's because um, I don't know about your parents but I think a lot of reasons why because your parents would just say don't do this don't do that don't get a credit card don't have sex but they never tell you why mm. they just be like don't do these things so if you're not telling me why not to do it I'm I gotta find it. out why yeah, right? I gotta find out why why can't I go get a cookie up the cookie jar you know what I'm saying so the part of the reason was just why. So if you can tell your kids why, if you tell them, hey, if you have kids young, you're gonna be stressing for a minute. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand. Why I appreciate like my my relationship with like my niece and nephews is like their mother be like, no, yeah. and then they call me and be like, hey, Uncle Mookie, like my mother said, no, nah, like what's going on? <laughs> and I'm just be like, oh yeah, like this is why. This is why, champ. And they be like. I right, say less. You make sense. Yeah. And then be like, and then it's over with from there. Yeah. Is it easier to deal with your like seven and four to be five year old because you're in your twenties, or do you think it's harder? No, I mean the older they grow, the easier it get. Like I mean, like I said, cause uh, that that middle age one to three and a half, that should be stressful. I know. Talk to me about this because I don't like I don't like to hear about what the happy because that's easy. It's easy to talk about when it's tell me about when it's stressful. Uh, when it's stressful, you just gotta have a lot of patience. And me, I ain't really have a lot of patience. So, you know, what I'm saying as a kid, you uh, as a kid having kids, you gotta you know you gotta understand that kids don't know what they want and what they don't want. Mm. You know, what I'm saying they don't know what is and what's not, what's right, what's wrong. So you just gotta understand that as a parent. But it takes you a long time to get to that point. It takes you a long time to understand. And have an understanding that, 
you know what I'm saying? This is who you're raising. This is, you know, they don't know anything. You got to adapt to that. Uh, you just automatically thinking that, you know, they know what to do. But they don't. Like, don't touch that. Like, huh? What you talking about? Don't yeah, touch that. Yeah. They don't know nothing. They, 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 they so, you know what I'm saying, curious. They want to find out where everything is. So. Damn. With that being said, how is it like during coronavirus? The kids is at home. <laughs> they in the house all the Man. time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, like I said, mine's older now. For somebody with younger kids, I feel for them, but. <laughs> yeah, mine's older now, so my oldest, he play Xbox. My youngest, he just do what he, you know what I'm saying? Play with his toys, play with his iPads. Sounds so, like you keep them active, though. Like, yeah, you go yeah, outside, throw the football, basketball. Yeah, you got to. That's how, that's how you keep your sanity. Because um, staying in the house, you lose your sanity. Damn. How are you? Because, you know, parents have turned into teachers. They turn into yeah. all other types of things. What's what's it like for you during? Are you are you out here getting your math lessons on? You out here t- Man, talking about Ferdinand Melanin? Learning about some stuff I ain't even know. Archduke Ferdinand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what the fuck nah, I'm talking I mean, about. Just looking at the math, some of the math equations. Like, <laughs> he started the World War Two. Yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, you just got to make time for it. So like, mine's are during the day. They'll have like an hour, hour and a half to do schoolwork. Um, and then, you know, they do what they want after that. But, you know, I make sure they do that in the morning. And then we go outside in the afternoon just to, just to burn them out. Because <laughs> now they'll be up all night. Uh, so kids still have bedtimes. I was, yeah, that was a good question. Now they don't. I ain't gonna lie. Now it's like whenever you feel like going. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's like, as we, long as you're we're not, go to do your first of all, there's anymore. no such thing as days anymore. It's just no, like, whoa. all the days just mixed together now. Yeah. Like, we ain't going to church or nothing, so it's not even like right. on the weekend you gotta be like, yeah. we got, we ain't going nowhere. I mean, I still pray three times. Well, I was supposed to pray five, but I pray three times a day. But Praying in the crib the multiple times is different from going to a, a place. I mean, in Islam, is. No, I'm just, I, I understand. I'm just saying the actual physical concept. No, I feel yeah. In Christianity, same thing. Whatever, two or three, you know, people be saying stuff, but there's a big difference. You need to go hear that word. I mean, even I don't think like, you need to. Our day, Charles. Even with Christianity, like doing um, church online, I, I can understand what he's saying more online than what he's saying when I go in person. Like mm. in person, it just be, you know, you looking over there, looking over there. That's what I'm you saying. Understand? I think that's that atmosphere. Like, there's something yeah. about it's like school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I probably learned way more outside of school than I ever did in like a class class. Right. But being at school, that you know, there's people there. There's the social interactions. I think mm-hmm. that... I low-key went to school to leave school. It, but you always... But you still went. Perfect there, attendance. Exactly. <laughs> there, there was something about being there. Yeah. You, ain't, you ain't just never go. Because there's niggas who never went. It was I like, went fuck to, that. I went to meet you to see what you had on it. It was some niggas who was like, I don't do the school thing. It was a few niggas who was like, I don't do the school thing. or yeah. Chick-fil-A today, Charles? I mean, part of I mean, that's part of school though. Social interactions, like you know, <laughs> some people like me that come from you know only case child. We go to school to have those. Wow, what's it like being an only child? I only I don't know too many only the only childs. Like, are you a you real too only, many only child? Well, like uh, only I mean, childs, like no, because you, because like some people be having like half brothers, yeah. half sisters. You know, well, okay. you 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 screaming only child <laughs> from like just you, and your mom, and your dad. Mm-hmm. It's harsh, bro. <laughs> the Bombay is really harsh. That wasn't even Bombay. Yeah, it's worse than Bombay. Oh, the Hendrix. Um, nah, it's, I mean, it's, growing up, is like, you know, you look for your friends, but 
When you're in the house, you're in the house. You kind of lonely. You playing with Legos by yourself. You don't matter by yourself. There wasn't no playing online back then, so no, no bullshit. You really just play by yourself. And then one thing online, I guess online it comes in like what um, four Ethernet. Five. <laughs> one thing about like oh, yeah. growing up as only child, you kind of really Take learn it. to not depend on anybody. Like you know, you kind of learn to like love yourself at an early age. Just, I never thought of that. It's just you, so you know. That's what it is. But, oh. I mean, once you got friends, and you know what I'm saying? You're never really the only child. Are, like, cousins, how much, what's the difference between, like, cousins versus, because, you know, cousins and siblings are different, but how much does that play a fact? Because I figure, for me, my, my cousins were my friends a lot growing up. So, mm-hmm. I figure as an only child, it's probably even, like, heightened to yeah. a different degree. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, one time I seen my cousins was at, Christmas, Easter, I mean, oh, like, Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying? Damn. So it's like I really didn't see them, and then most of them live kind of far away. Um, so I never really seen them like that. Um, seeing my friends more than I seen them. So. Sheesh. Wow, the only child like. Damn, it must See, my, my siblings are like 10 years older than me, so it's just like, it's just a big disconnect. Yeah, like when I, you're in the first grade and your brother's in like. Yeah, no, you kind of feel, you kind of feel lonely. I'm about to say, no, like, yeah, I'm about to say 11th grade. Yeah. It's just a big difference, like, yeah. yeah. No, you exactly. feel, you kind of feel some type of way. So, like, even when I had my first kid, I didn't want him to be on the show. I figured, I was going to ask you that. Was that conscious in your, your yeah, mind? Yeah, yeah, I knew how fucked I wanted to be. My bad. He's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. <laughs> thinking you don't want your own, you, because you, I mean, you give an only child, but not only child. Okay. <laughs> People be only child. <laughs> Nah, they, they, I feel like you need something. siblings because even like my like other siblings who are older, <laughs> you you need. I feel like not, you need. Yeah, I was him, trying to. No, 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 that's too. It's too early. Yeah, it's too early. Years. But give, give, give people. Yeah, give time. Another year and a half. They won't know. You gotta go know unless you live this life. Well, you Let me get a jet. My man, my man is telling us like you were. Nah, we're not listening to you. Listen to professionals here, buddy. Stair steps. Okay. Professional. I'm trying to knock them down. Get him out of the way. Nah. I respect y'all niggas who had the babies in the like the early twenties. Like yeah. that's some real shit. It was shit. kind of a thing where it was like it was like us versus the people who didn't have kids. Because people who didn't have kids, they be like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, oh, no, I fuck with people that had kids. Like y'all did something I didn't do. Like niggas that went to war. <laughs> like you did something I didn't do. I appreciate that. Like. Cool. Like, nah, there's some people that just be dodging kids their whole life. So. Nah, I ain't with that. It's just <laughs> that's kind of the ghetto. The closer just, you get to thirty, the more I start calling you out. I just been broke. Once you, <laughs> once you get to thirty, I'm really disgusted. And I don't think you really need money to have a kid. I mean, you don't. People say you that, but you don't. That sounds like the ghetto. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not applying for You wouldn't know until you have one. Well, I know when I was a kid when we lived a certain life and we didn't live a certain life and when we lived the other life was a much better life. <laughs> so, so, Charles was like, Riverdale? Oh, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I remember vividly. And so the, you were and a like, spoiled child. Nah. Whatever, buddy. Like, uh, like <laughs> whatever, if, if buddy. That's, if that's your, if, that's if you're your, saying that if uh, that's I lived one so life and I lived another, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't need money to live a certain life, guys. That's all I'm saying. I mean, so like I said, when we lived the world, like you went from private school to private school to public school to private school to public school. I'm not saying like I'm not, <laughs> not, I'm not listening to anything. Like I said, like I said when you live this different, when you live the different lives, you understand as a kid, buddy. 
when you have cable versus when you don't have cable, life is <laughs> life is very different as an eight year old. Trust me, uh, yeah. I can remember like in half a year. Son, Charles got cable and was just like Californication. Life is very <laughs> life is very lit when you when you live and you can just do shit. Right. Like yeah, as a kid, like yeah. So I can I can only imagine like. So I mean, back to I mean to go to your point, Omada. It's like you don't need money to have kids. You but don't. Niggas don't know that until they have kids. You don't understand that you do or do not need the bread that you think you might have needed. Right now. <laughs> yeah, talk, talk your shit, mother of white. That's, what, that's what I'm here for, buddy. Mother and father. Six, I mean, seven, but if they grow up, I want to say, two, three, if they put it at work, buddy. So they grow up and and don't live like you know, so like how you know, it's like public, private, public, private. And then they won't know the difference until they get that's, older. That's true. But niggas you know think saying? you gonna need this bread, like okay, he's. He's no, I months. feel that, but at the he's same three time, months. it's just like he's six months. He's a like year. we're not going to act like financial disputes is not an argument between Buddy, people listen, that listen. have children let together. The guy, let the guys, so let like, the guys enjoy the beginning stages. That, let the guys enjoy. Let the guys enjoy. Like that is a that is a very much conversation. Like so you, oh, got, you don't got the bread for this. Child support. <laughs> Dang. You definitely don't want to be on that, buddy. You got the money for this, but you don't you got don't the money for this. Say that. Child say, support. Eric said you don't want to be on and that. So it's just like, yeah, bro. I'm not hearing that. If you in the military, they put you on child support. They take your automatically out your check. Ain't no, like, okay, and they're not so much I can pay this month. Bro, you get paid by the government. Yes. I'm going through the government to put you on child support. Yeah. It's coming out. We'll take this, and then this is what you have left yeah. Don't take this. <laughs> this is what you Cause mean. like my man at MGM, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nigga showed me an email, bro. Damn, play. Especially like Cause nigga was in his overtime look like this shit. Is, nigga, we getting paid the same part time. The funniest thing that <laughs> like, the funniest thing that ever happened when my father worked at FedEx, or one of the funniest things was there was a dude who he was working for, who was on child support. He owed back payment. And because you that's know, worse than paying child support. I'm hip. So, but you know, like when they garnish your wages, wages, um, FedEx is like independent contractors. So basically, you set up a business, FedEx gives you the stuff, and then FedEx pays you a check, and then you pay your workers. Mm-hmm. My dad had one of the joints. So when they was when my dad went to his a uh, payroll accountant to do the joint, um, which we call it, they would take money from the dude, and then one dude, uh, Friday dude, came in hot. Mm. Super hot and whatever, yo. Child support, like, I can't, I can't do it. Like my payroll guy. <laughs> say, but they take it out of your check or they take it out of me, and it's just like, bro, I'm, not, like, I'm, I'm gonna get not, fined by yeah, the tax bro. man, and I'm getting fined way more than what you gotta pay. It's like, really wicked out relax. here, buddy. But woo. yeah, they ain't playing. About you got any, you got any um uh, ways for guys to stay off of child support? <laughs> <laughs> just be, you know, what I'm saying, even if y'all not cordial, just act cordial. Understand that. There's no argument that you can win. Mm. So explain that. There's no argument that you can win. I don't know about. I don't know about. Um, I agree. So with that. essentially, it's just a woman's mentality. Um, they don't want to lose. They don't want to <laughs> seem like they're wrong. So you know, no My offense. Bad, bad. <laughs> um, no offense, but um, just like I said, you just gotta you just gotta play the game. So yeah, as long as you play the game. And act like a cordial, even if you hate her guts, you just gotta act so cordial. And act like a friend, you know what I'm saying? Because she will hit you with a child support. And, and the smallest letter from her to the state of Maryland will put you on child support. No matter what you're doing. 
You can be there every night, but if she right won't let the Maryland sprint, you're on child support. Oh, yeah. That's a fact. She lives in a commonwealth. on child support. How about that? Ah. No, my man actually beat the system by putting himself on child support. Nigga paying like 50 a month right you're now. Probably, yeah. You're probably, yeah. You're probably like... Nigga was like, I don't want to be with her. I got a lawyer. I'm about to put myself on child support. I'm about to do this co-parenting thing. Got this shit drafted. Went. Judge was like fifty a month. Nigga was like, bet. Sweet. Facts. He get his child every Saturday, Sunday. Never thought about that. Listen, let's, 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 see, that's what we're here for. We're here for we're solutions oriented podcast. <laughs> here to find solutions for people. I mean, you got a prosecutor and a defendant, bro. Like. And if she if she want to bring it up, there's no case you're gonna win. So. Exactly. Respect. Um, Aaron, thank you for coming through. Thank you oh, for stopping by. I appreciate you. Um, for people who Birthday. are want, I'm about to say, uh, we got the shots in. So definitely did. Uh, for people who want to get with your work, photography, meet you, connect with you, do business with you, how do they get in contact with you? Uh, yeah. So I encourage everybody to go to my website, but of course you can go to my Instagram first. Now give um, me your website. Uh, website is www.arodproductions.com. Um, IG is A Y underscore underscore A R O D. Um, if you want to acquire, if you want to acquire, just go to my website first. I see my emails before I see my DMs. So I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you for stopping by. We um, appreciate you for shooting our podcast. Thank you for shooting. You know, if you need work, this is the guy to hit up. Finnack. I appreciate you. Do it, Okay, she shake it like jello, faux mink yellow, half Spanish honey shield, do it for the narrow, the other half blacker, real ass clapper, sliding down a pole, getting low, it don't matter, don't matter. This for the ghetto big.